Okay, this is Alejandro Aguilar. If you hear Arsenal winning, that's fake news. You're listening to the DU Football Show. Hey, Mel, do, do you have to do a shot of uh, Malort today? No, sir, I do not. I, I don't have to do a shot of Malort either. Hey, Sammy. You gotta do a I'm, yeah. I have to, I, of death. I'm getting stared. Yeah, I have to do one third of the shots that you have done this season, yeah. both of you. Well, it's about time you finally joined the club. Come on, let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland, bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston. Arsenal fans have another Sam. Right, yeah, the fucking gooner grab. Snuggle my lord. Look straight and short. Sam Graham, hey. Sam Graham. Fucking United! Fucking United! Hello and welcome to the DU Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I am your host, Sam Houston, and now a member of the defeated, my co-host, Mr. Samuel Graham. I am Sammy, still very doing? much on top of the world, my friend. <laughs> much like my team are on top of the Premier League. Yeah, still, despite that loss. Well, you, you because have your... the other people in the top six just aren't as fucking good. Well, that end also, you'd like to uh, fuck it right off at Old Trafford. That is every time been, has been the Arsenal way for a very, One very long time. win in the last 15 attempts, now 16 attempts at Old Trafford. It's a thing of beauty. Uh, I wouldn't call it that, unless we're, you're a rugby supporter. We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be re- uh, sure to rate, subscribe, review, share with a full footballing friend. Of course, join us on Monday nights on our li- uh, live streams everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, everywhere. You just want to check out the show. Please Famously do. Famously, except Instagram. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Mel is manning the uh, the, the chat room. Chat, so yeah. if you have questions, feel free to shoot some to her. Or if we can work it into the show, we'd be more than glad to uh, answer them for you. And uh, should you want to chat with us, there are as many ways that you can. Mr. Graham, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Well, through said chats on the live stream, obviously. Uh, you can also get in touch uh, via email, dufootballshow at gmail.com, and all the social medias if you just want to send us a DM or something like that uh, for next week or you think of something midweek. It's very simple. It's at dufootballshow on all of the socials. We do check the Instagram. We do check the Twitter. We do check the Facebook. So just hit us up, and uh, you know we'll be able to do that. I love it. Sam and myself both work in the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we vow to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. Boys and girls, your, I don't know what it is. Your boy came up with a little bit of a treat. While I was in St. Charles, went to a really kick-ass uh, farm-to-table place uh, called Hardwood. Um, they had a couple other places called uh, uh, the Farmhouse and the and the Stable Room, which are all kind of like more like old classic chop house yeah. dinner midwestern right. dinner club kind of places right okay. but at um hardwood they it was all farm to table food so we had a cool little charcuterie and some really good like all the greens are in their cook made of their greenhouse and all that good stuff but also an exceptional exceptional fucking whiskey selection had myself a Glass of um, Little Book Number One. Ooh, they're now on Chapter Six. Little Book Number One famously made the um, was number eleven on the uh, twenty eighteen. Oh, uh, we're having a little trouble with the microphone there again. Uh, on the twenty eighteen 
list for a whiskey advocate, and that was the year before we started doing that. List, yes, right. Yep, forty four bucks for two ounces. Oh, that's not bad. They had Black Prince, one fifty for two ounces. All right, that is very very fair. Um, I took some pictures. So like, there's a row of like bookers. There's like twenty bo- different bottles of bookers along the way there, which is absolute insanity. But the second class that I got to have that I was very, 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 very excited about was number four off of the 2019 list. Mr. Graham, I give you Heaven Hill bottle and fucking bond for us to try. Get in. Mel has the... uh, That's exciting. Mel has the... That was one we just weren't able to find. It wasn't available in um, Maryland. And uh, now, as you know, I did get to try the Masters Keep at yes. um, uh, the Woodford Masters Keep. So after this, you still have to try the Woodford Masters Keep, and we just have to find the Adamans. That's it. We finish that list if we do. Sweet. Um, I don't know where I'm going to get the Woodford Masters Keep from, but <laughs> thank you, sir. Yeah, not a problem. Do you mm, want the write-up? You want me to read uh, it? P- oh, pass it to Mr. Graham. Let him read it. Let's Listen, it's my job, okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you, the second best cold reader in the business? See if I fuck this up or not. In 2018, Heaven Hill discontinued its six-year-old bottle and bond bourbon that was sold only in Kentucky, but now has roared back with its widely available seven-year-old. While the bottle and bond designation isn't necessarily a quality guarantee, this whiskey more than proves its merit. It's explosive, bold, and buttery with warm flavors of honey-roasted peanuts, caramel, chocolate, corn muffins, licorice, and cinnamon, all accented by notes of savory herbs, clove, white pepper, tobacco, and an earthy undertone. Well-integrated big oak sweetness and spice combine to create grace, power, and length. This is pure bourbon bliss at a very approachable price. And as you all are getting it for free, you just got the best cold read I've ever done in my life. Get the fucking, come on. I was, oh, I was like, snaps. That was really get in. good. And the eyes. I everything. I was banging. There was a motion. We're like, on video. Come no. on. When, when's Graham doing Shakespeare in the fucking park, man? No, seriously. I'm like. going to give me the Hamlet speech. Who's you know, this with the guy? fucking With Yurik in the skull. <laughs> fucking hell. Hey, uh, to be or not to be, you can find this for 40 bucks. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, right around. Got it. Obviously, markup price. Yes. Um, I got it for 60. So not the end of the world. Um, all right. Well, Mr. Graham, why don't you get into it and give it a taste? See what yeah, you I want to see what this is all about here. Oh, I need a taste, Sam. I I did try this at the bar because I wanted to. I didn't know I could buy it. And one of the waiters, very cool of him, he goes, hey, it's at this store and it's 60 bucks a bottle. Mm. Uh, I'll Caramel, you- chocolate, peanuts. I'll give you my opinion right off the bat. This is old school fucking Kentucky bourbon. Yeah. Does it does it knock your socks off? Not necessarily. But if I was going to tell somebody to have Kentucky bourbon and have something that wasn't the same old, same old, this is exactly the bottle I would tell them to try. This yeah, is, it's still, it is very good. You get a nice sweetness up front, and it mm-hmm. does finish with a bit of spice. I, I wonder yeah. if there's a – does it tell you on here their mash bill or probably not, right? No. Likely, likely rye. They I was going to say, it has other to have than, a rye in here. Other than the Larceny House for Heaven Hill, that's the only thing that they really put wheat into. Other than that, everything they do is pretty yeah. much rye. So Bottle and Bond was the first kind of quote-unquote craft designation, right? It was yeah, under course. under a secondary 
supervision, which obviously is the United States government. Um, minimum of four years old. This one is seven, obviously. Uh, but it has to be distilled um, or bottled, rather, at 100 proof, correct? Mm-hmm. Or does it go in barrel at 100? Uh, it goes in the bottle at 100. It goes in the bottle at 100, right. So it has to be bottled at 100 proof. Um, so all bottle and bond guarantees you a couple things. You have a minimum age requirement, and you have um, a minimum pr- a, a, a exact a proof, proof, a set proof. Yeah, a set uh, proof. So it's, it's kind of the first guarantee, not necessarily that it's good, but you know exactly what the fuck's in that glass mm-hmm. um, because there was a secondary verification process that went on to it. We talk, we talk about that a lot on here, obviously. It is it is quite good. Does it is it something that I, you know, specifically write a letter for? No, but it's delicious. So remember to drink responsibly, everybody. Love it, love it, love it. All right. Well then let's have a good show, buddy. Yeah, let's do it. Come on. How happy are you about this one, huh? It's delightful. It actually is quite good. How it's just like the minute I saw it, I was like, I was like, well, I have to try it. And yeah. then the minute somebody said you could find a bottle, I just, I looked at. Hey, guys, got to make a stop uncle. on the way home. Yeah. I was like, I think I know exactly where this is. And they're like, yeah, it's the next fucking town over. We'll take you there. No problem. I'm like, thank you. Like you're this, this knocks a huge, huge fucking check off of a list for, for, for me and Sam. And it would be, it's a bottle that. Both of us would be very, very excited about. So. Yeah, that, couldn't find that peerless, though, could you? No, no, couldn't find so. that peerless. <laughs> it was the Merseyside Derby this weekend, Sam. And, as I like to call it, the Grealish Cup as well, Villain City. On Saturday, both were fill, uh, both finished as draws, but many would say both of the home, ti- both of the home sides should have fucking won. Everton nil, Liverpool nil, Aston Villa won, Man City won. Graham, uh, I got a chance to see your Facebook Live video you did. Yes. Fucking, I I loved it because you as a neutral, I could tell you were just geeked out about that game because what a fucking derby. Absolutely. I mean, this is exactly when, when, when your friends that can't get into soccer look at you and go, yeah, but there's so many ties. This is better than any basketball game. This was better than any football game. This was better than any anything yeah this is what it's about right here yeah there wasn't a fucking goal inches everything it, was by inches it i mean al pacino would have been happy about it you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying any given sunday yeah exactly yeah, get well, in. The guy That's hashtag reference there you go um but this is exactly how games can be excited with no goals i mean there was everything there was a little bit of chippiness there was good football there was bad football there were mm-hmm. some giveaways there, both goalkeepers stood on their heads yeah both goalkeepers um, had amazing matches there were chances galore you know, yeah. for both teams. I have here 37 uh, total shots, 11 shots on target between the two teams. Mm-hmm. Eight of them were from Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Um, but Liverpool did end up getting a lot of blocks in, which don't register shots on target. Right. So, right. Well, and and also the uh, the goal that got taken away also doesn't get registered. It doesn't get registered as well either, yeah. A shot on target So, also. but there was everything. There was refereeing controversy, there, which mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a lot of this weekend. We're going uh, to we're talk about that a lot. Yeah, we are. And, uh, and we're also going to, if you're not aware, just very quickly, just get it out of the way. The professional game match official, what is it? Licensed match officials, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, PGMOL. PGMOL or LO, PGMLO or something, something like that. Like that. Pug, I think it's Pugmole. Okay, Pugmole. Yeah, that's them. Guns. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to the game. It was, it was just, it was a frenetic pace. It was uh, three posts and a crossbar. Um, it was a, a, a disallowed goal. Uh, new player, old player, fitting right in. They were one and the same when they came on. Obviously, lacked match sharpness, but. 
you know, did exactly what he did the day before he left. <laughs> it was brilliant. Watching the, with Idrissa Gay, he got on the pitch, and I was just like, that's what we've been missing since yeah. he's been gone. No that shit. is right there, 1,000% what we have been it, Next thing you know, it was like every time Liverpool was trying to make a pass into a lane, oh, Idrissa Gay has already stolen it. That, like, well, yeah, like, but even even before <laughs> even before Gay came in, yeah, you know oh, what's his name? Oh no, no, what's his name? Have y'all started doing that yet? Oh no, yeah, oh, what's his name? Oh no, no, what's his name? Love it. <laughs> I know we're going out on. Uh, he um he was excellent. Yeah. He was fucking excellent. He was full blooded, full fully committed. He looks like he's buying in right away, uh, and he fits into the system right away. Awoke now you up, have able to be up pitch a little bit yeah. more, making more th- threading passes. Now Mo you Pei have look good at strike. You have had five, I think, five total shots for the game. Fully balanced midfield. Yeah, right now, Mope will take a, a while to get up to speed. Of he's, he's hit or miss anyway. Right. As soon as DCL comes back, I think he'll shoot up the table. Honestly. I would tend to agree. I think. Um, I mean, it's obviously injuries and things like that can come into play, but but don't worry, Mopey will get his first goal against Arsenal next week because <laughs> yeah. he loves to score against us because he's a shit house. <laughs> yeah, and I, 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 you know, I'll tell you what, uh, that this is this fixes a lot of things, and I, and I thought you were gonna say the fix is in, and I was like, you're right, oh well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. <laughs> Hashtag pug mole. Um, but as Everton seems to be finally starting to click a little bit, that. Nine nothing win for Liverpool. That's the outlier. They don't look together. Um, no, there's there's front, a disc, there's a disconnect seem... somewhere. Mohamed Salah is not is not firing on all cylinders no. for some reason. Sadio Mane was very important for them, but missing the way that they're playing currently, he looks like he was much much more important than even we knew. Well, and it's not like Diaz is a bad player. He's a phenomenal player. And he did, and he does and, press. He does do well. And Nunez pressed a bit. I mean, a couple of games ago, he pressed too hard. If you, felt, <laughs> you know what? To me, it felt like three guys up top on their own, mm-hmm. not three not guys playing together. working together, well, which and, was what Firmino, Mane, and Salah were. Now, now they had a ton of possession, obviously, and they also mm-hmm. had a ton of a ton of chances. Mm-hmm. But they looked a lot more coherent, and Salah did have a chance right at the death. Um, that Pickford saved oh, barely, but, but barely saved too. All of it was down to Firmino being introduced and mm-hmm. Salah looking more comfortable. Yeah, it's almost like he feels I signed this new contract, and then you bring in you replaced two forward players. Yeah, he hasn't had Jota. He hasn't had yeah. Mane. Jota finally got in this match, so he's finally right. back and healthy. Mane got sold right, mm-hmm. so but he hasn't had Jota so far this season, and he hasn't had. Um, uh, Firmino, but for two games, really. Right. So, but when Firmino came in, he's obviously in fit, uh, uh, fit and firing, and that changed the game a little bit. And Liverpool looked a lot more dangerous, but they ran into you know, I, I can't even make a short arms joke because he was fucking excellent. Yeah, he was. It he was really brilliant. Was. I mean, that's why he's England's number one, and Aaron Ramsdale isn't. Um, we're gonna. Although go Aaron and... Ramsdale did go full Hulk after he fucked up. Oh did yeah. You see that? Oh yeah. He. <laughs> Uh, very ill-advised pass, let's say, uh, out to Zimchenko. And then um, I think it was Bruno Fernandes was clean in. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it was completely Ramsdale's fault. He should have never played that pass, just smash it upfield. But he came, was like, I screwed this up. And then he went fucking He-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Both hands over his head and just batted it away and almost went out for a throw-in. I, I mean, know. <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, but Pickford, Pickford was fucking immense in this game. His distribution was brilliant as well. I did. He had a 70-yard pass that was off by like a quarter of an inch. The numbers favored Liverpool, but frankly, 
Everton was the better side. Mm-hmm. Everton really was the better side. Now, let's go ahead and get into some of the VR, VAR things. Um, but before we do yes. that, real quick, just uh-huh. a, a peek into the Patreon. Uh-huh. We like to review our beers on Patreon, right? Uh-huh. If you've not been there, www.patreon.com backslash do you football show. Uh, and one of the beers that I'm drinking today is called This Floor is Snakes. Okay. It's a tippa. Mm-hmm. Okay. Double dry hop with Citra, Rewaka, Eclipse, and Southern Passion Hops. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's from Oliver. Uh, it is delicious, but it's big and heavy, 10%. But this floor of snakes I thought was quite poignant, and that's the reason I bought it. It could have been anything. I didn't care, and I right. would have bought it. Uh, it just happens to also be very fucking good. Mm-hmm. Um, but VAR snakes. This whole system is rigged. The whole thing is fucked, and I'm starting to buy into your conspiracy bet from last year. <laughs> I, um, I've actually almost become immune to it. I tweeted this out on, uh, on Sunday. I saw it. The sooner we all come to realize that this is not about making the correct call, it is about making the correct excuse for the call that needs to that they want to make, the happier we all will be. And we need to come to the realization that like in a perfect example would be Allison's baller save. Like Allison had a great, great, great save. And on that shot, if you go back and you look at it closely, Andy Robertson stuck his arm right out like a chicken wing. It went right off of his elbow. Clear as day. You cannot tell me if it wasn't blue shirts at the other end of the pitch and that wasn't Myelinko with his arm out like that, that it doesn't get looked at by VAR and it doesn't get called a penalty. Because well, it does. So, well, here, I don't I don't like doing this. I've told you this before. Yeah. I don't like doing the, but what happened here? What, yeah. like, it just should be looked at, period. Right. But it's not. It just and, should be looked at. And and VAR, the whole yeah. meme running around right now is VAR checking the badge. Yeah. Not fucking wrong. Nope. I, if that was anybody else but Virgil van Dyke taking their spikes and putting it directly into somebody's ankle. Well, no, he did that too. Like, Remember? Yeah. He did that too. I'm actually not, I'm not upset about that yeah. one. I'm fine with it if that is consistently called. It's not. Right. Because that tackle, worse than Allen's tackle against Newcastle. That's probably true. You know? Uh, it's If there's consistency to it, great, but there's not. And then well, on, we're gonna we're gonna come on to a bunch of them. Oh, we're gonna we're, we're oh, gonna come on to a bunch of them. You got uh, you got Odegaard uh, versus Erickson, and yep. then you have Tielemans and, and his, and that one wasn't a foul. Yeah, we're we're gonna get to you know what I mean. It just doesn't make sense. It's supposed to be for clear and obvious errors. Uh huh. And it just it seems like they're looking at shit they just want to look at. So one last one on this one because the goal, as our dog knocks over everything, the goal, he was on sides. He was absolutely on sides because it wasn't the player in the middle of the pitch that was keeping him on sides. It was Milner sliding into the uh, pass coming across the goal that kept him on sides. The foot. And it also hit Milner. Typically, when it hits another player, it's supposed to be the players then on sides. So my understanding of it is it has to be a deliberate action. Yeah. Yeah. Which the his was not a deliberate action. The foot keeps him on side. Well, the foot, the, the foot does keep him on side just by his distance. Right. How the hell then, if the foot keeps him on and they are so meticulous about checking every fucking quote unquote line in offsides, 
that you don't check that line to. How does it go unnoticed? Right. Yeah. I mean, there really is no explanation other than like the goal line technology with Aaron Ramsdale back at Sheffield United two mm-hmm. seasons ago. Yep. Remember that? Well, like, no, it was Jared Steed because it was they. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And they kept it out. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but it was against Sheffield United. Wasn't yeah. It? It was yeah, Sheffield that's right. United okay. Sorry. Scored, it was the other but, keeper. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, oh, this happened one in 7,000 times. It's like, well, well, then it's flawed, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so what and, are we doing here? Well, and it, before we go into the next game, allow me to say, boys and girls, we're about to talk about it seven more fucking times in six other different fucking matches because yeah. it was that fucking poor this weekend. It was weekend. ridiculous. It was ridiculous. You know, as, as, as one of our good friends actually succeeded you as our goalkeeper, mm-hmm. Jake once said, VAR is flawed. Yeah. Your logic is flawed, <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. Um, City controlled for long stretches, like really long stretches. It seemed like they were the better side, but I'll tell you what. Oh. Villa fucked to that oh, day. Villa stayed Villa committed throughout the whole match. I mean, full-blooded, spirited throughout the entire game, and City were a bit sloppy at times, yeah. uncharacteristically. Yeah. I kept waiting for the lads to tire out, back off, and they just didn't. I mean, must have taken some Viagra or something, but they were going strong the you, entire game, and we should have won. Yeah. We should have mm-hmm. won. That's that's right there, third remark. We'll go ahead and talk about the goals in a minute, but Coutinho was not offside. No, he, he was, was not he offside. He was onside by more than Milner kept uh, <laughs> kept Cody onside by. And, and... I don't even think they looked at it. That's the travesty. Mm-hmm. It didn't even get fucking looked at. Yep. Like... How do you not even now, look at it? Now, that being said, that being said, mm-hmm. right, they would not have been able to overturn it. Okay. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Why? The sideline official raised his flag. The referee blew his whistle. Everyone stopped playing, oh, and then including Ederson. Very including fair. Ederson. Yeah. Uh, Ederson, right as Coutinho struck the ball. Fair enough. He didn't even go for it. No. Yeah. Which would have been unfair because he did blow the whistle. Right. That's why you're not supposed to raise the fucking flag. (laughs) If it's close, you're not supposed to raise the flag. Well, here's the problem is last year was don't raise the flag. This year is is raise the flag. And and we've already seen multiple times because it's, oh, there might be an injury if you don't raise the flag. But now we're seeing that there's a difference if a guy it it fucks off the Mm -hmm. it fucks off the play. Here's the thing. If there's daylight between them. Raise the flag because, yes, somebody could get hurt, i.e. Virgil van Dyke. Right. And, yes, he could get hurt. He did get hurt. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. On a very clear offsides. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. This was not a clear offsides. Play to the whistle. Yeah. But they did. That's the problem. Well, also because that, that goal should have stood. That linesman yeah. was standing in the sun looking into the shade. You tell me he had a clear fucking right. line on that It's shade. absolutely what? ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely and not. It was embarrassing and... I, I don't think I'm just glad I don't have to drink fucking Malort or I'd be twice as pissed. Yeah. But the they played great. And I hear that the ref apologized for it. Uh, fuck a lot of good that does. Yeah. So the referee apologized for it. But Pugmole, this was not one of the games that they took. Uh, mm-hmm. They took um, only a couple uh, responsibility for. Yep. They didn't take responsibility for nope. yours either. Nothing in ours mm-hmm. either. Nope. No. Yep. Yeah. And there was a lot of mistakes. And and this happened last year. I remember when it happened for the Man City match where uh, Rodri definitely handled the ball. And they were like, okay, sorry, we got it wrong. Like, What good does that? Especially in an. What, are you going to give me a point? Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where Everton's 
playing for their fucking lives yep. at that point. Like, you gotta give me a point, point on the table to help me out. Then, like, what does fucking sorry do? Yeah, you here, uh, Costanza, stuff yeah. your sorries in a sack, oh, Mister. Oh, oh, hold on here. If a coach critiques it and you find him in violation, you find him. Mm-hmm. Are these referees being fined? Because I think you should. If they're not not takeaway games, oh no! I think you find that they don't, they don't get a Premier League game next weekend. Yeah, but I think part of the problem is you had enough. two major referees retire, mm-hmm. and I don't think the ones coming through are any good. Yeah, and there's not as enough much refing. as we make fun of mm-hmm. Dino. Yeah, and as much who what was the other one that retired? Uh, was it Cavanaugh who went to the VAR Mike, booth? As no, well? that was Dino. Cavanaugh, yeah. I think, retired completely. Okay. Mike Cavanaugh. No, Cavanaugh, because I heard his name said this weekend. So, but one other retired anyway. Well. Doesn't matter. One other. Um, Retired was it Lee Mason? Might have been Lee. I, Lee Mason's a soccer is a player is a common. I'll look it up. Don't worry about it, Sammy. Uh, don't let. Anyways, not the point. The, the point tied up in the details. The point is, is two referees went away. Very experienced, long-serving referees went away. The ones that we've continually had issues with, we're still having issues with, and there's no new blood coming through. That's a fucking problem. Yeah, absolutely. That's a problem. It's a big. There's time also problem. you're allowing each individual referee interpretation of the laws of the game. And you're not applying them consistently throughout, right? We mm-hmm. talked about Tielemans, uh, uh and and Odegaard. We talked about the offside situation, which should be a binary decision. Mm-hmm. Um, penalties not being given. Uh, there was a shout in in the Newcastle game from one of those. I think there well, was there's, there's multiple a, shouts for that. We're going to talk about it. There's a foul that got called for a penalty in one match. The exact same foul happened in another match that didn't get called, that got a coach sent off. So here's here's what I say. One way or the other, mm-hmm. right? And and this, this yes, may have benefited me um, in, in mine and and not Lester, for instance, right. or, or it actually would have kept going. Mm-hmm. But say, Paul Tierney was 10 yards away. You can see it, absolute clear view, and he's looking right at it. Yeah. Don't look at it. Because no then to. you're reofficiating the game. He clearly saw it. Yeah. And the on-field referee said that's not a foul. And if it's not clear and obvious that he missed a call right in front of his face, which it wasn't, it was very iffy. It, it was, was iffy it, at best. Okay, compare it to the West Ham one. Huh. Now, I think, yeah, sure. Again, yeah, we're here's, getting ahead of ourselves. I, I want to talk about those oh, when we get to the game. It's so frustrating, but it all ties in. I, it's, it's all the same thing. It, it, there's, it, it, like I said, it, unfortunately for me, I, I feel like it, I didn't even, I wasn't even affected by the bad calls. In the in the Everton match, I was just like, uh, of course it was called offsides. Yeah, uh, of, of of course, of course that didn't get looked at very hard with Van Dyke because well, Van Dyke's going to get away with it. He's because he, he's gotten away with that tackle number of times. I've seen him even be higher on people. Uh, there was the Atletico Madrid game in the Champions League where he got the guy from behind in the middle of his calf, spikes up, foot directly straight up, and nothing came of it. Yeah. It's just. just it's what it is. I mean, Vir- is. Vir- Vir- Virgil Van Dyke seems to be under the Sergio Ramos uh, call <laughs> system, where every seven or eight months he'll get a red, and then they'll leave him alone. Yeah, and he can do what he wants. Well, it's more like he just gets a couple of yellows. Because when's the last time you see a red get a red? We had some goals too this weekend, Mister Graham. Boy, oh boy, did we have some goals! A lot of goals. And most of them weren't where we would have thought they would have came from. Brentford 5, Leeds 2, Bournemouth 3, Nottingham Forest 2, Brighton 5, Leicester 2. Fucking L2 games with seven goals. Yeah. The other one with five. I mean, that's just crazy. The well, amount of say, goals. say everything happened the same as well. If not for the referee, 
would have been eight goals in that game. I agreed. <laughs> uh, absolutely agreed. I mean, let's let, let's get right to it. I mean, the we're going to get to Brighton and a penalty that was called for Dressard. The exact same foul happened in the Leeds match. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say it was like Sinistera, uh, right? I, th- well, I, th- I thought it was for um, Somerville who came in for Sinistera, who who got subbed in. Okay, could be. Yeah, 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 that might be. But he was along the line, came back into play, got knocked over right in front of the goal. And and in the case of Trissard, a penalty was called. In the case of this, penalty not called. Jesse's got to keep his cool, right? Yep. He get, and He does. And it's not like baseball where getting the manager getting the manager ejected sometimes galvanizes the team and the team can keep going. This doesn't this hurts your team in footy. Well, if you if your manager gets sent off. It depends. I I think that it it's uh, like look at Conte. When he goes berserko, Spurs react to that. Yeah. I but think he, you have to look at Berserko and stays on the pitch. But I think you have to look at look at your team, right? Mm-hmm. And Leeds are they've lowered the average age of the squad. They're relatively inexperienced to what Jesse Marsh is asking them to do in the style that he's asking them to play. Um and they've brought in a fair amount of new faces mm-hmm. right into that team. Him getting sent off could would be detrimental because he should be standing on the sideline shouting instructions, reminders. Do this, do that. We need you here. You got to be here. You got to do that. Hey, referee, don't let them get stupid yellows for dissent. You yell at the referee, Mm -hmm. but you got to do it in the right way. So what happened here was it was all based around this this penalty situation, right? Of course. So he went and he said, I was as respectful as I could be to the fourth official. (laughs) (laughs) The fourth official said, well, VAR is not even looking at it. Ooh. And he said, that's a lack of respect to Leeds Football Club and to me personally. Yeah. And he went nuts on him, apparently. Yeah. And that's why he got sent off. Yeah. I want my coach standing up for us. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'd be fine with that. You've been sent off. Mm-hmm. And we won that game. Yeah. But they lost Calvin Phillips. Patrick yeah. Bamford's not that guy. Luke Ayling, we saw at the tail end of last season, also wasn't that guy. Right. <laughs> I have that leadership. I did that, right? Mm-hmm. Right. They just don't have that on-field general yet. Right. Where when you got sent off, I took over. Yeah. Right? And and, and I know it's not a Premier League game with 40,000 people yelling at me, but I knew my role. Right. right. Hey, you fucking do this. You do this. You're tired. Get off the field. Go right. here. Do that. Right? I I wasn't... And I don't know if the, the hierarchy underneath Jesse Marsh is 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 up to snuff necessarily because mm-hmm. somebody should be able to step right in and not miss a beat, right? Proper leadership is you train the guy below you to do your job and you learn the guy above you's job. Right. That way, if somebody gets fired or killed, right, you can, keep you on can going. fucking keep moving without missing a goddamn beat. Yep. And that obviously did not happen. Yep. Right? So therein is a problem, right? Mm-hmm. But they need to get somebody on that field to step up and to be an on-field general and get people together. Patrick Vieira used to say, right? And I I know this just because of it's Arsenal. I'm not oh, trying course. to bring no, it back no, no, to you're Arsenal. Good, you're good, you're good, but you're good. They, they wouldn't look at the bench if they went behind. Yeah, Patrick Vieira would get them together on the field and go, fuck the tactics, fuck this. Five fucking minutes. Mm-hmm. Don't concede, hold possession. We take this thing out of the game, then we get back to what we want to do. Right? Leads don't have that yet. Yeah. Yeah, and unfortunately, if you see your manager lose your head like that, you're more likely to copy your manager and lose your head. Correct. 
And at this age, at this, you know, some somebody like now they only make this comparison because they play similar positions, but it it doesn't help Tyler Adams to make to do that to make yeah. that call, right? Because of the Ted Lasso jokes, because of the American jokes, because right. of the right. people laughing at him and this, that, the other. Aronson's a flair player, right? He can't do that, right? Right? You're looking at Ailing, yeah. You know, yeah, with there's, the, no one, with, there's no one bedded in enough to be that guy. Yet. Correct. And Meslier, we've seen, is, is capable of losing his head. And he yeah. did again in this one with mm-hmm. a, a weird slide tackle. Yep. You, what you need, right, what you need is Junior Furpo with his buzz cut and his mustache to come out there because he looks like a dad. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, it's um uh, credit credit to Brentford, though. You know what? You can only control what's right in front of you. They found ways to get goals. Um, you know, Ivan Tony Hattrick. Yep. The third of which was absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. The obvious uh, mistake slide tackle, right? Uh, they pick it up. Ball gets given to Tony. He sidesteps two players. Goalkeeper's 30 yards from goal. Mm-hmm. And the composure, the the just the, what did uh, uh, Stewart used to say on uh, on Sports Center? He was as cool as the other side of the yeah, pillow. Yeah, that's it. As cool as the other side of the pillow. Yep. And he just chips it into the top corner. How many times do you see the uh, keeper out of net and you just rip it? Because you're like, oh, my God, I got to get it. Yeah. He waited no. to till every defender set his foot, his his feet. I have, a, I have an issue. Over him. I have an issue with the Leeds defender who didn't run immediately to the line. He stopped around the penalty spot first and then backtracked to the not, six. Not doing your By goal. then, it's already gone. Got to get to the you line. You got to get onto the line. At least yeah. you have a chance. You only have it's, like five feet, six feet, eight feet to make up as opposed to you got to run back 12 yards and then make up where the ball is. That's defending 101. Yeah. I mean, hell, come we on. knew to do it. If I got beaten off the line, now I wouldn't I'd want to come off right, the line, but one of you guys I'd knows. i go right back to the right line. to the line. Yeah. Normally, I'd turn around, there'd be two of you on the line. Immediately. Yeah. I, I rem- and our I, goals were only nine feet wide. Yeah, I remember. Because we I, were indoor. If I'd put the ball on the, on the deck and start to move upfield with it, by the time I got rid of it, made that pass to somebody running up the pitch. A defender was behind you. I turned around. I'd see two of you behind. Yeah. Like, one of you just standing in the goal. Like, I'm goalie now. Like, yeah. Until I got back. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, yeah, you're right. That's it, it, Again, that's. It's experience. Yeah. And your manager's not on the pitch. And and I feel like every Leeds is doing everything right. They really are. Like, this is a good system. This is a good coach. And their performances have been better and better and better. They lo- Like I said, they right. look more organized offensively. Yeah, and but when Jesse March gets sent off, they're young enough right. that they fall the fuck apart. Right, and then you got to say, "Let's see what this team is like next week." Right, right. that's very important. And then you also hit Brentford at a time when they're in a very, very rich vein of form. They form. are scoring goals for fun, left right and now. right. Wisa, thank mm-hmm. you to see yeah, again. I'll yep. Do my old little meditation there for a second for uh, Mister Wisa. Yeah, his goal <laughs> celebration. Thank you very much. <clears throat> uh, moving on to the next one. You know what? Force stoppage time as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Forest, Forest seem to be in complete control. It looks like Boardmouth are just going to fall off and walk away. And then a spark, you get one, and then quickly you get two. Well, you know what it is. Mm-hmm. What we said uh, was it, it the same way that certain teams get, you know, buoyed by their manager showing passion and mm-hmm. fire and going crazy and this, that, the other. Other teams fall apart. Crunching tackles where a guy gets sent off. Manchester United with Roy Keane used to get galvanized and excited and push on. Right, you get 
you know, with our team used to do that when it happened to yeah, me, exactly. you know, but when Rob got sent off, it was like, oh, fuck again. <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK. The, uh, but here, every team, and there's evidence, every team on the face of the earth, if a cracking goal from 35 is scored, everybody goes, we got a fucking chance. Yeah, we got and a Philip Billings chance. stand up and be counted, yep. son. What a goal. It's fucking brilliant. Thunderous. Absolutely thunderous. By the way, go figure. Two weeks in a row, no Adam Smith fucking uh, yellow card. I know. Was is he getting like tempered or going to down? therapy? <laughs> I mean, is it Parker's gone? So now he's fucking happy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just that's right. Like, what the fuck? Um, I tell uh, you. So real quick, mm -hmm. what's funny is, uh, is it O'Neill is the assistant? Yes. I don't even know his first name. Yeah. Um, that that's taken over right now. He says he, he has no plans to take over and he doesn't want the job. Mm -hmm. You remember that's exactly what Gareth Southgate said. Uh -huh. And this was pointed out by a pundit I, I listened to today uh, on the radio uh, that maybe the new thing is don't fuck Sean Dyche, fuck Sam Allardyce, fuck uh, all the uh, Alan Pardew, all these people that want jobs and want to do things. Right. Just give it somebody that doesn't want it. Apparently, your results turn around. Yeah, apparently they get it fucking done. <laughs> you sack your manager and be like, who doesn't want the job? Yeah. <laughs> you got it. It's You're yours. Up. <laughs> You're, you handle it now. At um, time of recording, he has not been hired officially, but right. <laughs> I'm just talking about his comments. <laughs> But it's like four points in two games now since he's taken over. So here's here's the question for you. Is this the turnaround then for the Cherries? Or do we just think, you know, they just played a team that's really fucking disorganized? They just played a team that's really disorganized. However, that is only the uh, – that, that is the first time under um, Steve Cooper that Forrest have lost two in a row. Right. Now, the good thing for them, though, this is the good thing for Forrest – there are 557,000 different combinations of they can do the lineup with, with the 23 fucking new players they signed. Right? No shit. <laughs> There's more than enough combinations. One of the funniest memes I saw this weekend was imagine at the this away game, right? They're, they're sitting there in, in the hotel with nothing to do, so they decide to do their new player initiations. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's only Steve Worrell who was there before, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Essentially. And he's just conducting the entire thing. He said, imagine, it looked like fucking Live Aid. <laughs> <laughs> you got 23 acts coming up. To <laughs> yep, just here we go. Gotta do it all. Uh, that was one of the funniest memes floating around this weekend. I thought it was hysterical. But you, I mean, Philip Billing... Uh, his goal, you can't account for as no, a manager. That no. just shit happened. Dean Henderson had no chance whatsoever. He was far enough out. You can't really blame anybody for not closing him down. Um, and then Solanke finished very acrobatically. I mean, mm -hmm. it was an overhead kick. Yeah. So can you really account for that necessarily? You is can. that is that going to come off? Even, even if people try it, even that, uh, if that opportunity is there, can you account for that to actually go in? So yeah. two of those goals, the only one that you can really hold your hands up and go, we fucked it, was the third one. And yeah. that was ridiculously sloppy mm -hmm. from Forrest. And that you got to go, what are you doing? So for each of these clubs, I think you think the following for the Cherries, you hope this is what kind of galvanizes you and starts to get you to, okay, it's going to be scrappy every week and we may not stay up, but this is how, if we're going to go down, these last two matches are the way we're going down, not the way we Not the against. way Norwich goes down. Not, not, not that fucking nine, nothing. Exactly. To fucking, to fucking Liverpool. We're going to go down swinging. We're going right. to, we're going to make our building a really fucking tough place to well, come we, to. And we say during that nine, nothing, bring that up again. Right. Yeah. There's, there was one, one yellow card. Yeah. And Smith, the captain. Right. That was it. The only person that seemed to give a shit. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what I mean. Go with go with a fight. Like how many times did we just go? You know what, Norwich, fuck you. 
Yeah. Fuck you. You didn't even turn up. It was yeah. it was only two nil city. Especially, but it was because they had a shooting gallery and tried to do spectacular shit yeah. instead of just finishing you off. That was especially last season. That's I what I'm mean, saying. More, more so than most seasons with them. At least the first time Farka brought them up, they were it's, like, ah, it's a new exciting style. They're trying to do something. But this second time around, it was like, just oh, without a whimper. Yeah, so just, at least here, at least try, at least go for it. I still think Bournemouth are going to go down. I still, agreed, I still agreed. have them going down. But at but least they're not at least they're Dar- fucking trying. They're not going to be Derby County. Yeah, exactly. Points. They're Sorry, not going to be that. My bad. I- um, <laughs> but then for Forest, <laughs> does this loss kind of go? Okay, we need to start figuring shit out. Is this a is this a learning tool? Is this something that makes this team, or is it a team full of so many new players that just like? Eh, whatever. Manager. No, I mean well, they out. spent a boatload of money, so I think yeah. everybody there is very well paid. What Steve, no. uh, what Steve Cooper is going to need to do is in tra- he's, he's got to do it in training. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't remember off the top of my head. I'm sorry. I hope you do. Did they win their League Cup game? Uh yeah, they advanced. The only one, the only they person did. who did not. Um, great opportunity to talk about Fulham again. The only time, the only club that did not <laughs> win their uh, their match would be Fulham, and Fulham lost to. Uh, uh, Crowley Town, who's in League Two, Sam. You know what place they're currently in? Twenty third. Twenty third. The, the second worst club in, in professional all, football. All of yeah. professional football. Nice. So, so Fulham, and Fulham lost to them. And Fulham, are you happy we're talking about you enough? Good, yeah, you, the you, fits. You, I mean, if you need complain to talk again? about you a little bit more, Jay, we can Jason, talk about get in you touch. I, we can always talk about you a little bit more if you need us to. At DU Football Show on all the social uh, medias, dufootballshow at gmail dot com, or just DM us because we're all friends on Facebook. I actually <laughs> recommend that they all just reach out to uh, Smokey <laughs> and uh, to Kenny, and the two of them will go. Do not be hypercritical because all they will do is bring up the worst thing that's ever happened to you constantly. Oh. Like our 5 nothing loss to City. <laughs> I was just about to say, do you mean the two times Southampton did 9 0 and the 5 0 City for West Ham? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, good. I mean, it's, it. it's always great. Oh, to, and West Ham start to this season. It's always Got great it. to go yeah. back and look, look at the, the, the past. That's for damn sure. <laughs> hey, if you don't know where you've been, how do you know where you're going? I, this can be definitively said the Foxes are a fucking disaster right now. Yeah. Uh, um, if this continues, we're getting Mark on the show to talk foxes because it is a fucking joke watching them play right now. Now, I'm going to throw something out here. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mel, I need you to chime in, so be ready. I'm always ready. If I trade Big Sam to the foxes, to Leicester City, because their goalkeeper is a fucking joke, <laughs> and we bring in Allen for two seasons. All right. Me and Alan. Yeah. I. What do you last, think about that? With that last two months, much less two no, seasons. No, we'd be fine. I, if we're together collectively. You know, uh, Big Sam's having his knee surgery this week. And after yeah. some rehab, I'm sure he'll be in prime shape. Yeah. This be. goalkeeper's trash. I mean, if I, you know what? Shit. Shed shed a bill, shed a bill, and get that knee fixed. I bet you my ass could get it done. Oh, yeah. That's I, what I'm I saying. To move around. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see eating a pie Houston. and a goal. I want this to be proper Sutton United shit. I I gave Mel homework this week for uh, fantasy. I was like, you need to figure out which of the two backups for Lester is the one that they're using. Like which <laughs> yeah. one? And you need to pick him up and drop Schmeichel because obviously Schmeichel's no longer there. Because very soon. Ward ain't going to be playing keeper much longer. No, and so and 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 t- Danny Ward is is literally the worst goalkeeper I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> in professional football, he's terrible. He's absolutely terrible. There's simple fucking mistakes he's making. It's 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 ridiculous mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. this point. 
it's it's schoolboy stuff. It's stuff that you've never done. Yeah, I've never seen you do that. Yeah, like you you saw so if, me, if you saw me drop a ball between my legs one time, and that was after I was forty and after I had hadn't played in a year and a half. I still reckon you could do a better job than him right now, and you haven't played in five years, six yeah. years, eight Jesus. years. Yeah. If you go right, if you went over there and be like, "What's Danny? What what's his wages?" and they were like. 40 grand a week. You'd be like, I'll do that job for 25. I reckon they'd sign you. <laughs> and, and I've told you this before. I think his kit's too big for him. They probably wouldn't even need to, they just need to replace the name on the back. Yeah, you could probably fit the, in that kit. Just yeah. put the kit on me and it'd be, be perfectly fine. It'd fit perfectly. Yeah, Cause he, that, he wears one, that, three sizes too big. Make that 24,000 in a pallet of ice house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the eighties Mel. They'll actually make him eat a salad over there. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, it would be a great, it would be a great diet plan. I would lose a lot of weight real fast. I'd lose a bucket a quarter like Let's that sake. in less than a season. It'd be gone. Uh, so another refereeing mistake in this one, I think, with the with the Tillman situation, and then obviously you have the worldie. Yeah, I say this a lot, and I I don't want there to be shit let go because just for the sake of it, but. Comma, but, and I know those are dying words. Mm-hmm. What you're about to say, the Robbies said as well after the match was over. They said the exact same thing. Goals are the best bit. Let it stand. <laughs> How does that worldie from McAllister not exist because... In the annals of history. But then we looked at, remember, the um, second Diaz goal in born, in the Bournemouth 9-0 defeat. Like... Yep. As you said, he definitely was involved in the play that caused the own goal. Like, that should have been an offsides. Well, in this situation, that player went for the bicycle kick, didn't even touch it. A player headed it away. It's not clear and obvious that he... I mean, people are in each other's way all the fucking time on corner kicks, free kicks, Ball like a keeper doesn't see a ball till it gets past the last. Are defender you saying on the Dominic, Dominic Solanke didn't endanger another player at all when he did his bicycle? There were at least three players standing there, and his yeah. foot was over his waist. It, right. That goal that's, stood. Yeah, that's you're saying that he was. Yeah, exactly. That's what said, the exact same situation. Yeah, he took away that goal. Callister should have had a hat trick. He should have had a hat trick. You took it away from him. Should have had a hat trick. And it, and it was the best goal of the bunch. Yeah. Now McAllister decided. You know what? Fuck you. You're not taking my worldie away. I'm having his free kick, motherfucker. Yes. Free <laughs> and kick I just, was... in my head, imagine he said it just like that. Yeah. yeah. In a, <laughs> Even in though a, he's Argentinian Scottish. In a, in a, in a slightly <laughs> brogue with uh, a Latin American accent. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that. Yeah, I, I want to hear that man talk because so do I. I, I need to hear it because it, first, I mean, he's he's Scottish and Argentinian, right? Yeah. So I want to hear we in this country we're very used to Spanglish, right? Uh-huh. Where somebody that was born here still speaks Spanish, but they they mix the two a lot. Oh, and yeah. there's especially in the restaurant industry, there'll be oh, like, yeah. A whole bunch of words said in uh, English, and then it'll just go into Spanish, and then come right back out. <laughs> I gotta hear the fucking part that goes like "Gringo, I'll drink fucking book fast, right?" <laughs> like, I need, I need those two worlds to collide for me. <laughs> Gringo, just for I'll the drink ju- book fast, right? <laughs> no, actually, actually, the proper. I need it. I 
Gringo. <laughs> yeah. All right. Gringo. <laughs> I need it in my life right now. Okay. Uh, this is like the perfect marriage of two languages that should never meet. But <laughs> Glaswegian and Spanish. Yeah. But then you turn like um what got McAllister the penalty to to, to score on. That was clearly a foul on for, for Troussard. He did a good job. He got around the defender. He kind of went out of bounds, but got inbounds, got pushed from behind. That was a foul, and that was a penalty. Go back to Brentford. Why is that, why is that not even looked at by, yeah. not even looked at by VAR? Yep. That's how bad it is. It's, there are exactly comparable, I mean, the same fucking foul, and yep. they're not looked at. Um, last question for you here, Sam, before we finish out this segment. Uh, how much longer does uh, Brendy Rogers got? Because it ain't much longer. I think he'll walk away before they fire him because they don't have any money. Mm. And here's the reason. And this is one billionaire I do have sympathy with because they have poured everything they have into that club. Mm-hmm. Right? That family has done a lot. And uh, so much so that they lost their father because of it. They own the King Power duty-free shops mm-hmm. all across Asia. Yes. There's a shitload of them, obviously, and they make a boatload of money. The one sole business that was affected, in my opinion, the most during COVID was travel. Oh, hell yeah. That don't know help the coffers. No. Not <laughs> when one nobody is buying a fucking thing from your duty-free shop, yeah, right? Anywhere, true. ever. Yeah. And even now... Asia still has more lockdowns than we did during the height of COVID in this country, mm. right? Currently, they still have more lockdowns. Oh, well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, Mr. Graham. We are all over the place. Yeah, we certainly all are. All of us. I kicked the table. I punched a moth. Yeah. Oh. Mel's mic stand just broke. <laughs> Mel's mic stand just broke. <laughs> well, uh, I guess. Uh, My cord's fucked up. I guess it looks like I got to hit the uh, fucking uh, hey, music ho- store. Wait, what? no, hold on, hold uh, on. Okay. The PGML just got in touch with me. No foul here. Rounding out the rest of the league. That was brilliant. That's was podcasting. Brilliant. <laughs> that is fucking podcasting. Because I'm, I'm giving myself a pat on the back. <laughs> why, why, so many times, Mr. Graham, there's times where I want to say something, and if you fucking end it brilliantly, segment over. We're done. We're good. I'm not, you know, you just go, I'm not going to top that. He stands up. Good night, everybody. Walk out, you know? Now, I don't need you to walk out because I'd like to still continue the show with you. Uh, and also, this is brilliant. He almost oh, but Mel could do his, it. Mel could do it. Oh, wait, almost, she doesn't have a mic anymore. I mean, I'll have to hold it old school style. <laughs> and hit mute every time, too, to put it down and pick it up. And put it down. You know what? That sentence right now, Taylor is losing his fucking mind. Yeah, he will tomorrow because he's at the Robert Rokeen thing tonight. Yes, he is. Very he cool. He texted me, and uh, Robert Rokeen did disclose that he had Bell's palsy. I was right. Oh, fucking Dr. Graham over here. Very cool. Okay. Uh, I mean, not cool that he has it, but very cool that he, you know, disclosed it. Also incredible that, that Taylor was able to pull that off and mm-hmm. go to, this is it. The last one, yep. you know, that's fucking awesome for him. Very like, much so. I mean, think of, think of the bands we love. And if you had the opportunity to go see the lot, like you knew it was it, this is all, this is the last one. How fucking cool is that, man? Oh, it's awesome. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, rounding out the rest of the league in anything but oh so that happened. No shit. Now there's a couple that were very oh so, but Chelsea <laughs> Chelsea two, West Ham one, Newcastle nil, Palace nil, Tottenham two, Fulham one, Wolverhampton one, Southampton nil, Manchester United three, Arsenal one. 
Um, before we even like, there's not a lot to talk about this game other than Chelsea are a full blown fucking mess. Yep. Period. End of discussion. Yep. I don't think Aubameyang fixes the situation. I think they're a fucking it, disaster. I think Aubameyang makes it worse. Yeah. <clears throat> Giving what I know about him. Yeah. <laughs> I think he makes the whole he, situation worse. You, you you think Lukaku doesn't care? Please, <laughs> enter. Yes. Do you think Raheem Sterling is going to deal with that shit? Yeah, somebody was getting a phone call. Mel was I, I would, for vibration and all that craziness. Yeah, I, it's me. Yeah, well, we My brother was calling me to play Rocket League. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> you're, you're your brother that knows you record a podcast on Monday No, 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 Gabriel. Okay, the other one. Well, good. he still knows I record, but good. I'm usually done by now, to be honest. Because if it was the... If it was, oh, Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> hollering at you. Okay. <laughs> That's at Southwest Airlines on Twitter, everybody. If you want to get on Mel's team, right. <laughs> let them know. Graham's like, I'm a bitch, too. See if they can give me some drink coupons and 100 bucks off my next flight. Actually, you know my boy Steve? Uh-huh. His wife works for Southwest. Uh-huh. I've got eight eight drink coupons. That a boy. Yeah. Get them drink coupons. To unmute myself. Your muter is your choice, girl. Uh, Don't even worry about it. There's a new people checking in that says you guys have a great show. Oh, thank hey, you. Thanks. Columbia FC. Oh, very good. Oh, Ale, Ale, Ale. Ale. Who started, who started the uh, show for us tonight? It yes, was his intro. Love it. Ali, I do not see your face enough. Come down and drink with me. Yes, That's please. all there is to it. Like I said, Chelsea are an utter complete mess, but that doesn't matter. None of this matters. Chelsea were awful. The Irons were better. VAR stole a fucking point from West Ham. It's not even up for fucking discussion. And I'm a goalie who tends to like the goalie calls going your way. There was nothing wrong in that fucking foul. So the only thing I can say is, and I had the same view the referee did because they showed us what they were looking at, of course, right? Is it looks like Jared Bowen leaves his foot in. On purpose. Mm-hmm. He had a chance to lift his foot and jump over Mendy properly, and he didn't. All of us do that <laughs> all the time. <laughs> they were looking for a reason, and yeah. they gave it. It's soft as fuck, but I can understand why it happened. I can understand why Odegaard was called for the foul, except for he saw it in real time. This referee saw this in real time, too. Yeah, It's not a clear and obvious error. You know what I don't want? What? You know what I, I think would rectify a lot of stuff? You have to look at the foul, right? You're not allowed a slow motion replay. Mm-hmm. You're only allowed to look at it in real time. Yeah, It has to be normal speed. Yeah, because the minute you make it slow, VAR... Everything looks the, 10 the, times the worse. The camera angle is going to give you... if you in The, the perfect mm-hmm. example would be that Alon foul against yep. Newcastle. And Virgil van Dyke, even. He you, wasn't that high, to be honest. Right. But now he caught him above his foot. But you can if that was six inches it. higher, he broke his leg. But you could pause that. You uh-huh. could pause that film to be wherever you want it to be, and suddenly, what seemed like a professional yellow in the middle of the pitch became a sending off. You know, right? Oh. Hey, hey, Mel, do I look sideways on your screen? Uh, yes, you are sideways on my screen. I'm not sure I'm, what happened here. I don't know. You're a hot mess. Well, I, I don't use my phone. I don't know why this. I didn't do anything. Well, let Mel produce and fix things, and you and I keep talking. I don't think it's on her end. I, I think it's on my end. I can't fix damn thing. It's his camera doing whatever this. his camera wants to do. Nope, that's the back side of the room. All right. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, I'm back. Hey, hey, it did work. It. it did work. Um, <laughs> Fuck. Y'all are not allowed to travel on Mondays anymore. I heard. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no no more shows from the beach. No more traveling on Mondays. Yeah. It just fucks up all oh the mojo. Oh, my goodness. Although what are we this, doing? this show has way more energy than the fucking beach show did. <laughs> that is for fucking sure. Well, I, I golfed that day, remember? That yeah, was, yeah, yeah. That was, it was bad. Yeah, it was, it was very bad. bad. It was very bad. And I didn't get a nap. It was super bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was McLovin. Yeah. That day. I got I got a, I Wasn't got it a super nap. Bad? Yeah, it was, yeah super it was super bad. bad. I got a nap and it did not go very well for me. <laughs> <laughs> it just got sloppy. So it, it obviously it was a very weak foul, right? We've established mm-hmm. that. It always looks worse in a slow motion. The the one change to VAR that I think would fix a lot of stuff is when you have to look at things again. Fine, look at it again, no problem. But I don't. I, I hate this reofficiating of games, right? Which that is go- what they're doing. That goal was given. Arsenal's goal was given. Fucking. So it's not a clear and obvious error, but you're also looking at everything in what a frame and a half a second or something. Yeah. So it looks so much worse than it is. Yep. This was not, I wouldn't have called this if I was refereeing this game, right? West Ham should have had a point here. Period. Agreed. Absolutely. And and they're hard done. And credit to, um, uh, the ferryman calling it right out immediately. Absolutely. It was like, that was wrong. This is a travesty. We were stolen. We had a point stolen from us. That point is important. You know what I want to see? Yeah. I want to see the ferryman and Alexis McAllister next summer in a car driving around the UK. <laughs> Frosted tips, little Spanish yeah. twang to his uh, yeah. to, to his Glaswegian accent. <laughs> uh, I would just want to hear you know fucking. Moyes saying, "Let's go have tapas." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they no like Gary Neville walking into Valencia that time, and he was like, "Hola, everybody." So this section, I only write one sentence with commas and give points, right? So in Chelsea West Ham, I write Chelsea are a mess. Irons were better. Dot dot dot. Fucking VAR. Now real, the next oh, one. Wait, hold on, yes. real quick. Ben uh-huh. Chilwell, the only place he could have touched that ball. Mm-hmm. Any nutmegs. Fabianski does it perfect coming on throw what three minutes after it came on or yep. something 10 minutes after it came on yeah. fucking phenomenal goal yeah from a left back yeah yeah agreed. what finishing that was agreed he flicked his own he flicked the header himself rolled got to it and then inside of his left boot sees Fabianski coming and jump and he drops it down oh yeah. it was a fantastic fantastic piece of footwork there so for Newcastle and Palace I have Newcastle were the better side Guaita to the rescue, dot, 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 fucking VAR. Yeah. It was a goal. It was a goal. Absolutely. It wasn't wasn't a foul. It was a fucking goal. Again, again, they don't want to make the correct call. They want to have the viable excuse for the call they're going to make. This is how I'm going to cover my ass when we make this call. It's just, it's... It's horrid. It's horrid. And Palace, scrappy scrappy draw for him. Guaita played fantastic. But the way the game balanced out, that should have been a one nothing win to Newcastle. And Newcastle fans should be pissed. Yep. Because there's no reasoning behind it. Tyreek Mitchell, if you're not familiar with the situation, Tyreek Mitchell shoved Joe Willick into Vincente Guaita. Mm -hmm. Joe Willick didn't foul him. He actually wasn't even really close to him. He was about two yards wide of him. Right. Until he got shoved by Tyreek Mitchell. Right. Into Guaita's side. So you're now telling defenders, take a player and push him into your goalie, and the goal won't count because it'll be a foul on that player. Uh-huh. When you committed it. Well, then, okay, great. Then why is it? Okay, not a goal, but a penalty. Because you pushed a guy in the back right. 
in the middle of the fucking was box. It? No, wait. There was another situation that the penalty was what you were talking about. Yeah. Newcastle scored on the play I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And Willett got called for a foul that yeah, he yeah. had no business yep. being in. Yeah. There was a, another situation that was a penalty, yep. which is what you were referencing. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. I, sorry. I'm, I got so fucking. I'm mixed all over the place. Well, yeah, I got tunnel visioned on my thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Because that would they actually scored for my shit. So it should have been should have been two nil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that's the case, it's fuck. It, it's just, I, just move on with this. <laughs> it just it, I just don't even know what to do here. It's it, it's ridiculous. This is a great again. This was a great weekend of footy. This was a fantastic weekend of footy, and it's ruined by multiple football horrifically bad calls from VAR that are going back and meticulously looking at the smallest thing to take away the goal. And again, if this was city versus Liverpool, none of like none of these would have been looked at and reversed. None of them. Let me tell you something. I don't care who it is. You're looking for the most minute thing to take goals away. Goals are the best bit. Yeah. Goals are why we pay this money. Yeah. Stop. Goals are why we go to the stadium and are not allowed to drink beer in the stands. Right. And still show up. Right. It's my club raping people for season tickets, and mm-hmm. they still show up. Mm-hmm. It's why we do this, and you're taking it away from us. You're killing yourselves. Don't do it. It's fucking ridiculous. And by the way, we've alluded to it a few times. It was the West Ham match we just talked about mm-hmm. and the Newcastle match that we just got done talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the two that the PGMOL decided that they were... Wrong. Wrong. And apologized for. The others, the Villa one, simply the referee said, I'm sorry. Yeah. The PGMOL hasn't said shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nothing in the Everton match. Nothing in the Everton match. Nothing in the Arsenal match. Mm -hmm. Nothing in any other match, actually. It was only those two. That was Nothing in the Leeds-Brentford match. Since we just got done with it. Nothing. Nothing. Those were the two. Nothing in the Brighton match with the McAllister worldly. Nothing. Not a, not, a, not a word. Nothing. So all. a weekend full of mess-ups. They go, well, two of them we got wrong. Yeah, no, we got, got wrong. Two. No, you no. got seven. No, no. You, got you, seven. you need to look at yourself and go, we had a really bad weekend, and we need to fix this. We would all, as as fans of this game, would feel a lot better if if there was, if they came out and went, this was poor. We need to sit down with our referees. We're missing too much. We need to fix this. Yep. It's that simple. You, you just take full fucking guilt. It doesn't make it any easier for anybody with the points lost, but at least you know they've admitted it's fucking wrong and they're going to try to do it better, yep. you know? You know what I think should happen? What? I think countries should trade referees. Okay. Might not, well, it would work. There's 52 the, There's fifty-two nations in UEFA, right? Oh, yeah. Well, especially on the continent. Yeah, you can. Yeah, so the around. English referees go ref in France. Yeah. The French yeah. referees go ref in England. There's Germany zero. go to Spain. Spain go to Germany. Holland yep. go to yep, Italy. Exactly. Italy go to Holland. Blah, 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 blah. All the way to Israel does Turkey and Turkey does Israel or yep. whatever. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. You know what? Because then you don't worry about where Paul Tierney's born. Because that was a big thing amongst Arsenal Twitter this weekend. Mm-hmm. Paul Tierney was born in Suff- uh, Salford, which is about 15 minutes from Old Trafford. Yeah. It's yeah. not. Uh, it's a little further than that, but he was actually born in Wigan, which is 20 miles from Old Trafford, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, you take that out of it, right? You find, what, 13, 15 Frenchmen that want to live in England? Mm-hmm. You go, you're referees now. Very good. 
right, so let's uh, <laughs> the English and the French that would go over really. It'll well. go fantastically. No, it won't. <laughs> um, let's get these last couple of games out of the way because we have been going long. We got uh, we got still more to do as well. Tottenham kind of guts gut check ugly win even though they had more of the possession. Mitro scores again and uh uh Rochelison, I was so happy you scored but son but a goal. Wait, 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 wait to do your celebration till they say it's a goal. I mean, I understand you were very fired up want to pull up that but I mean, when you finally do score a goal and pull up your shirt, not going to feel special. All right, so are you familiar with the transfer saga of the Marseille lad? That yes. we shared the name oh, about. Oh, yeah, that was you, um, Sam. You might not remember, but you did talk about that in the uh, drunken transfer recap. Okay, so just to before quickly before you fell asleep, just to quickly recap, mm-hmm. uh, that player verbally uh, agreed to join Leeds, goes to the airport, gets an offer from Nice, cancels on Leeds, goes to Nice instead, fails a medical, remains at Marseille because the window shut. Right? Yes. And Leeds had a private jet waiting for him. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that happened in microcosm in Rashalison's goal. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I bring it up. (laughs) I scored the goal. I take my shirt off. Oh, shit. I didn't score the goal. Still get a yellow card. (laughs) Put my shirt back on and go back to playing. (laughs) Pretend like it never happened. Absolutely brilliant. I argue, I would argue that this, and I've done this in court. And I've told that story on the show before, but now we have, you know, loads of new listeners, you know, not to brag. Uh, but so just quickly, that story again, I got a ticket for both an expired registration and a suspended registration. Uh-huh. And I went to court and I said, the judge says, how do you plead? I said, not guilty. I said, well, judge. Uh, he said, why? I said, well, I believe these two charges are mutually exclusive. If I have a registration and it can be suspended. That's fine. But if I don't have one, there's nothing that can be suspended. That doesn't exist. And he was like, yeah, you're right. And I'm going to dismiss everything. <laughs> and I looked at the I looked at the state trooper. Oh, and I got the fuck out of there because I still hadn't renewed it. Oh my god! That <laughs> at is the time, at bloody, the time, bloody fucking brilliant. right. So this is I would argue if I was Richarlison, I should have my yellow card rescinded because the goal didn't stand. So this didn't happen. Anything after it didn't happen. Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah. Sorry, doesn't matter. Unfortunately, got the it yellow did. card. <laughs> It did. Um, so, yeah, you're right. Mitro is on the score sheet again with a lovely finish, to be honest with you. But if he wants to keep up with Holland, he's going to have to start putting in to put in a few hat tricks. A couple hat tricks, yeah. No shit. Uh, but, uh, but he is currently number two in the league for scoring, I believe. So he's, I think he's, he is as he's well. He's finally doing it in the Prem, which is huge for Fulham. You still have uh, Pierre, uh, Pierre Emil Hoiberg on the score sheet. Yeah. Which he's done a couple times this season already. Yeah, I don't know if it's Conte's system or what, but he's finding himself in some fantastic situations. A good bit of play, a little one-two with Richarlison. Obviously, he got the assist. Uh, the ref saved Fulham just a few minutes later uh, in this, uh, a few minutes into the second half, I'm sorry, uh, blowing the whistle when he shouldn't have because Spurs had a really good advantage despite that foul. I don't know if you saw that. Somebody got cleaned out in the midfield. Yeah, I did. And he, the referee got excited, wanted to give a yellow card, but it was Harry Kane, Richarlison, and I think Son on the other side before he got taken off against two Fulham defenders, and the referee pulled it back. Harry Kane immediately picked the ball up, and you could see him fucking berating the referee yeah. from 35 yards away yeah. all the way to him and then stopped and, you know, had a conversation. So yeah. he doesn't get a yell. Uh, yeah, exactly. a yellow for that. Sorry, uh, it's the tippa. It's a little, little gassy. Yeah, well, I apologize. Also, ten um, percent uh, will fucking do it to you too. Yeah, I just burped. Okay, well, I'm fine. Anyway, uh, Larice had a had a great game as well. He had a, a couple of really good saves. He did have one major fuck up, but ended up being okay. 
So what are you going to do? All right. Next one. Wolves. Finally on the board. Get a W. Good for them. Uh, not they a also, great game. They also, well, no, not a great game at all. This is definitely in. Oh, oh so, so that, that this is the one game that deserves to be yeah. there. Yeah. This one, well, in Newcastle Palace, other than the bad refereeing, was kind of an oso. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, I mean, Southampton's, um, they played well enough to get a draw, but Che Adams is not the fucking guy to score your goal every weekend. No, no. That's the problem. They need a tip to their spear, and they don't have one. Yeah, and it's um, you could put, you know, um, was it Armstrong out there? Okay, maybe. Like, no one seems to be definitive at wanting to score. And, correct. And not having Borja, uh, it, it, it affects you. It definitely hurts them. They're, they're really two teams with the same problem. Yeah. Wolves in Southampton, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they don't have anyone that can finish chances on a regular basis. Hold That's on, wait. Just, but, they, but Wolves just signed a brand new uh, striker, uh, Sasha, Sasha Kalasnicek. Wait, how, Kalasnicek. How, how long are we into this chat, Mel? 15 seconds or so? Yeah. Something? Yeah, he, he we got we got to fill for we got fifteen more seconds. Yeah, okay, very good. <laughs> well, my my problem here is is that also with him. Oh way- fuck! He did his ACL. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was also going to say it's Sam, not funny when a player gets hurt. So so Sam, with that name though, I do have to say I had to pronounce it twice. <laughs> I had to pronounce it last week too because somebody was asleep asleep during the end uh, I believe it was it was at Southampton someone proclaimed you know wolves have no natural so, no, predators was, I think it was it was two because I listened back <laughs> it was I was like two three players into Tottenham yeah and then you said something to me I didn't respond for about 12 seconds <laughs> and then I came back and I was like all right so Lester and you were like no we're not on Lester we're on Tottenham and then we only have this 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 and wolves and I said, wolves. you know, wolves have no natural predators. <laughs> and then and then I was like, Sam, do you need me to help? Yeah. And he pushes back the chair away from the table. And within moments, I'm talking like maybe a minute. I started snoring. <laughs> yep. Yes, Matt. Uh, Ali wants you to know that Diego Costa is going to the wolves also. Okay. He's there undergoing a medical. Yeah, that's Very true. Very good. I saw uh, that today. He's uh, undergoing a medical, and if all things go well, he's supposed to. Diego Costa is supposed to be signed. So we are going to live in a league with Ivan Tony, Alexander Mitrovic, Cristiano Ronaldo, who mm-hmm. is in shit house in his own right. Yeah. Which no one really gives him credit for because he's right. actually good. Um, uh, Diego Costa. Uh, who did I say? Tony, mm-hmm. Mitro, Mitro, yeah, Costa, Mopey, Mopey's Mope, uh, yeah, yeah. Mopey's there. Marty, yeah, we're gonna exist in a league, but literally every shit house in the world is in one forward line. Uh, it's I was gonna be phenomenal. The over under, uh, yellow cards versus goals for <laughs> which number is gonna be higher for Costa? Because Costa never gets reds. That's the thing. He's really good at getting that yellow and then fucking around the rest of the match and not getting a second yellow. He's brilliant at it. He somehow I, never gets a red. He's the dirtiest player in the game and somehow never gets a red. Can I do the over under three? Sure. Within three of zero, either yeah, side, yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah, it's either. I understand it's like a Quinella, right? Over, over it's a, three it's the yellow lamest cards bet. or over three goals. <laughs> yeah. But it's the lamest. It's the lamest uh, be bet in sports. Somewhere in that range. In that realm. Yeah, yeah he's gonna. Ha- he's it's gonna have definitely in that realm. Six yellow cards and three goals, yeah. or it's gonna be like. <laughs> 
You know, he's going to have nine goals and six yellows. Fucking it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's, gonna, it's in that realm. It's, I, I, I like I like your thinking there, Mr. Graham, the three. Um, hey, uh, Wolves, if you, if you add that strike, you add the striker with Costa, maybe he helps there. They're they're in a lot of trouble. They're a team too that just doesn't really have a ton of money to spend, and they're just you know maybe maybe the big spending is finally caught up to them. Yep. You know, could be. And then we get to the end. I'm only going to do one thing because I also have in my notes. Let Graham go. Um, I'm just going to say the following. Um, you are the most expensive player brought over at a hundred million pound, and uh, you scored right off the jump. Welcome to the Prem. Uh, one Mr. Anthony, the Brazilian. Not off the jump. Yeah. No, fairly quickly. 30 minutes. Still 30 minutes into his professional career, he scored a goal. That is a good return on no, investment. No, he plays, played first-team football for Ajax for two years. Okay. Come on. Well, he, he went right ahead and scored a goal on you. I know. On his debut, that's yeah. fine. Fair Just enough. Good. I'm going to pour your Milord, and uh, Mr. Graham, by all means, go. Now, I mean, I've done most of it throughout the show as we discussed uh most of the refereeing situation um if if that martinelli goal was allowed to stand i think the game would have been different obviously um manchester united would have had to change how they played uh and and i think we would have continued to assert our dominance i'm not disappointed in the result necessarily i'm more angry at the match officials i think they ruined what could have been a very good game because they they took our team in what uh, in a situation that shouldn't have been an issue made it an issue and we're still young we're still naive. It got bad when our coach, who is still a little uh, short in the tooth, mm-hmm. made three changes at once and took off Lakonga, who was our only curtain for the back line, really, um, because Jaka, we all know, is quite slow. Right. And um, within, what, two minutes of those three players coming on at the same time, we conceded the third goal, I think yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, so that's our fault that's naivety that's ridiculousness um you don't do that you don't change the entire spine of your team at once it was two central midfielders he brought off yeah it was odegaard and lakong at the same time that's that's interesting um let's see if somebody else have thoughts hey ray you there i'm here hey ray how you doing i gotta take a piss actually i'm doing fantastic so, uh, Ray, Sam has his uh, shot of Malort in hand. You want to? You have anything you want to uh, talk to him about about uh, this weekend? Oh, I think it was a fantastic this weekend for me. Fantastic, <laughs> really good. I, I think uh, I, I think it was a very good weekend. Yes, I think Anthony coming in and scoring on his premier debut, and I think that's the twenty-first player ever in Manchester United history. And then the two goals by really, Rashford. That's not really front. a stat, is it? <laughs> Uh, oh, he was the four, he was the four hundred thirty second player Malort ever in history to do this one thing. Okay, uh, right. how's that Malort taste? I haven't had it yet because I'm talking to you, which I did you not want to drink do. up, sir. All right, okay. Oh, I know, yes, I know, you don't want to do. Go ahead, I'll drink you, up. You, no problem, no problem. You go ahead. Hey, you know what? Right, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, you know what? You know, you know what? I think you're just a little bitter because I called that Manchester United was going to win this game earlier in the week, and you told me I was dreaming and laughed your ass off, and now 
who's got the last laugh now. Well, if Paul Terry okay. wasn't born in you Salford, know, it might have been a different story. <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK. But it's called it's called hashtag bands. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, you know what so I will get, say. Don't get mad. You know don't what I will mad. say. On about sixty-two <laughs> minutes, when Scott McTominay grabbed Martin Odegaard by his waist and rugby tackled him, it should have been a red card, not a yellow. And here's why: it should have been a second yellow, rather. I'm sorry, not his first. Gabriel Martinelli was running towards the sideline in the first half, separate from the other incidents. Yeah. Right? The ball was already out of play. Scott McTominay, two fully extended arms, shoves Martinelli to the ground outside of the pitch. Why is that not a yellow card? That's true. Referee saw the entire thing of that as well. VAR can't recommend a yellow. Fine. So they can't look at that. So why are they allowed to look at the other thing? Yeah, fair enough. Well, the if, if it was that's a goal, not a clear and I obvious think, error, if that's not a clear and obvious error, why is the yellow one? Well, because if, if I did mistaken, that and I have done that, that's a yellow for me. If I'm not mistaken, the new the rules are on a goal scoring when a goal scored by the opposing team, if the opposing team or the whatever team is fouled during that goal because he doesn't have clear like space and time to control that ball. But as, as we saw the in the lesson, that, that wasn't a foul. Right. As we saw in the lesson, yeah, game, that wasn't a foul. It happens a hundred times a game and it's no foul. Right. Uh, that happened later on yeah, in this I, game I, I, and it wasn't you know, a foul. I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but at the same time, I'm disagreeing with you. <laughs> Well, you're disagreeing with them because it uh, favors you. Um, uh, uh, yes, yes. So, uh, so I, guess, I, I guess it's Old Trafford favoritism again. Is that back? It's, yeah, that's oh, that's it, it's it's deviled eggs. That's what it is. It's the red deviled eggs. <laughs> All right. Well, so uh, hey, you have your chance to repeat. You have your chance to you know get even when we go to the Emirates. Oh, and we, and we will. I'm not worried about that. We will. All right. Hey, Ray. One more thing. <laughs> Uh, there Absolute you go. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just gotta, just gotta lay it on him like that. That's how we but roll. No, I mean, you know what? Uh, Alexis McAllister showed this this weekend, right? With bad refereeing, you got to play through it. Mm-hmm. Arsenal did not, and that's fair. Yeah, and it's you know what? Uh, the only, the only part that sucks about this for you, and then we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and move on to uh, our betting segment, is this was the first challenge, and it didn't work out. The way it should have. Do you hear that? Yeah, I yeah. There's a little blah, 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 thing. That's probably from when Ray called in. So we gotta. No, I guess it's just something happening. Doesn't matter. Keep it rolling. There we go. That's now it's it. gone. Yes, there um, it is. D- it, it sounded like we were at the club. Come see us at the Emirates. You got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm ready for it. Allow me to say this one last time, Mr. Graham. VAR is not about making correct calls. It's about making the proper excuse for the call that they want. Sure money. I'm down 500. (laughs) The same. The same. By the way, Ray texted me. Uh, hey, I had more to say, but I got disconnected. <laughs> oh, Ray, yes. you poor, you, sweet, beautiful bastard. You fell for it. Oh, you fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. 
Just oldest. like Manchester United is going to do down the table. Oh, the oldest one in the, the oldest one in the book, man. It's the <laughs> oldest one in the book. It's the oldest radio joke in the book. Yep. You hang up on them. All right. Anyway, the uh, so this is the segment, Shore Money, where we give you our bets to better inform you on your bets. And if you can't understand the irony in that, that's on you. We are not responsible for your bad decision-making process. Once again, just to remind everybody, uh, as we had to do a little interlude there, I am down $500. Yep, I have not hit a single fucking bet so far. Hey, hey Mr. Uh, Graham, same. <laughs> yeah. <brilliant. Ditto. laughs> so I'll give you my uh, couple losers real quick uh-huh. here uh, because uh, it's quite controversial. Said if they're going to deforest anything, why don't they deforest England? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. There so you there you go. Uh, Mr. Houston, what is on your... Um, Got too greedy, and I spelled too wrong. I only gave it one O. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Liverpool lost points. Well, there you go. I'll yep. take that as well. Very good. Alrighty. Perfecto. So what do you have, sir? Um, what are right uh, here? Uh, you know, should I just bet the draw? I'm now down 500. Um, and at some point, I need well, to actually start. Yeah, but you actually, you actually won the game. <laughs> at some point, I need to actually. Yeah, I know. I should have won. <laughs> um, it, but then one of those goals would have. I mean, there was no. Divac Origi to make it happen, but there would have been some new person that would have made it a 1-1 draw at the yeah. end, and I would have hit my bed. But eventually, it's going to come to fruition, Sam. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. Getting really tired of saying this. 0% of the time. <laughs> it works 100% of the time. Except for when it doesn't, like five times in a fucking row. Do not do the bets that I do. Alrighty, so... I'm going back to the uh, well of the uh, at least if I lost, it means Liverpool fucked off and uh, m- fucked off in my betting tactic. That's going to be my move from for, for a little while here. Right? right here we go with this again. Bet, bet Liverpool to do something really well. And if I don't hit, at least they, you know, they failed. Yeah, they failed, which will make me happy. So at least if I'm losing money, I could go. You don't care. <laughs> <Fuck you rats. laughs> um, which they'll, they'll, I'm, I'm sure this could be on the radar. <laughs> This, this one's a wackadoodle one. You're going to enjoy this one. All right. Give me Liverpool minus one. So they got to win by two. And Mo Salah to score at any time. And Andy Robertson to assist at any time. So thinking two goals, hmm. that happens. Okay. Plus $535. And I'll be up 35 bucks and it'll all be a bad dream. Who was this against? Oh, God. I forget who they're playing. I'm like, oh, Wolves. They play Wolves. That's gonna be tough. Wolves don't like to get don't give like up s- goals. Give up goals, but yep, that's so if they draw, with. you're happy. No, because no. it's got to be Liverpool's got to win by more. Than, no, I know, but yeah. th- if they draw, you'll be happy. Oh, I'll be happy because yeah, they lost but points. you'll be poor. That's right. fine. Exactly. I'll just keep <laughs> losing money. It's the yeah. Still, if if I can't, I like if, your logic. You keep I, it if, up. If I can't win, at least Liverpool fucks off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You keep it up. Uh, so we have a, a very good friend of ours, Pat, uh, mm-hmm. who can't call in tonight because he uh, he's a little tired boy, yeah. and he went to bed. So I have his email. And that's the original boring one. He sent a second one, but it was after we had already started recording, so fuck it. You get the original boring one. And now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend, Pat's Pick of the Week. Since we're calling people out today, uh-huh. hashtag admin, this is the one you handed me. Yeah, I know. I <laughs> know. Right. It's, he, I, he Full disclosure. Said, he said there was a second email. I went in. I immediately printed the first email that pulled up, and that was 
that was the email that pulled up. And then I saw a few minutes later, the new email popped up. (laughs) Didn't bother. Brilliant. Uh, So, Pat, you may have changed it. We don't know. No, he kept Uh, the bet the same. He just wrote it better. It just wrote it better. I got you. He's down $300 now. So I'm going to try and make a safe two-game parlay. Like there is one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'll take Villa plus half a goal at minus 170 and Everton plus one and a half goals over Arsenal. So you got to, well, no, you got to beat, you have to beat Everton by two. Right. Is what he's taking. So that's not a bad bet. At minus 120. Yeah. That pays off on a $100 bet at 190 Very boring, but I hope to stop this losing streak. Oh, I mean, his losing streak's only over like two fucking games. Yep. Or three fucking games. But he said Everton plus one and a half goals over Arsenal. Yeah, they're getting one and a half goals. So if they oh, lose, I see what you're saying. Yeah, so if they lose one nothing. Backwards in that, right, if they in lose money one nothing, situation. Yeah, he's getting the goal. Okay, that's done. Yeah, very good. Yeah, so not, not terribly exciting. You no. know what is exciting? Mine. Yeah, go ahead. It What's is. yours? Uh, mine is a, uh, a one, two, three, four-game parlay. Because yeah, uh, why not? Because four-game parlays it. fix everything. <laughs> so I've got Brighton. I did all like weird shit. Brighton over Bournemouth, Liverpool over Wolves, Villa over Leicester, and Brentford over Southampton. Okay. Mel, I'd mean no offense by this. I just fo- uh, chose four games. It didn't mean anything to me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Considering I uh, brought Ray on the show, I guess that's fair. <laughs> fair enough. That fair would enough. net me if it hits. Uh, a straight money line on each, of course. If that net, uh, if that hits, it nets me plus $1,683. Very good. Very good. Well, I mean, that was good. That was excellent. I thought it was fucking brilliant radio. It's not as good as a chicken. <laughs> Well, Kitty is back to her winning ways and sits two over three. So this weekend, I gave Kitty Arsenal hosting Everton. Oh. Now, uh, Kitty quickly showed me a photo of her and, oh, Middlesbrough, you know, Hull City great, Ray Parler. Clearly, <laughs> Middlesbrough and Hull City The Ron for Pele. This is Ray Parler, and you're listening to the Day Football Show. Come on. Cheers. Oh, that guy was so drunk, uh, which is good because Kitty was there helping Ray recharge with electrolytes and hydration from the previous (laughs) night's drinking when he met our very own Sam Graham. Now, apparently, he played for Arsenal, too, and so he's picking them to beat Everton. Bunch of dickheads. Very good. How about that? I hate you. No, you, you know don't. what? And, and Not I gotta you, give, him. I, I got to give, give Mel credit. You know what? Great job, Cole Reedy, because I just looked over at all the fucking typos I throw in there. Like, oh, good. All of the typos. So, and she managed it very well, and she also nailed uh, Kitty quickly this time. Yeah, am I uh, am I back to being the best cold reader in the business? Sure, you I don't know. know. But yeah. actually, 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 yes. You know why? Because she's gonna fuck off the next one. <laughs> why? Yes, Mel. Mel, you are the best cold reader in the business. Well, no one's better than you. You are so brave and so strong. Well, I thank you, Clad Frog. Well, that's a South Park reference, by the uh, way. Uh, uh, I am so mm. good because while Graham earlier forgot to remind us to drink responsibly. No, he did. I did not. He did not. I, I disagree. <laughs> I will remind everybody to please gamble illegally and responsibly. He still remembers my name, I'm sure. Championship Corner! 
are. I've fallen, and I can't get up. Oh, no. We got off to a fucking cracker okay. on Friday night. It was West Brom 1, Burnley 1, which is just the scoreline everybody wants to see. <laughs> Especially with those two clubs. Such uh, so a slog. Uh, on Saturday, uh, we did actually have some decent results. Bristol City over Blackburn 3-2. to two. Millwall over Cardiff 2-0. Norwich over Coventry 3-0. And Swansea over QPR was 1-0. Um uh, on Saturday. Sunday brought us some good games as well. Sheffield United over Hull City, 2-0. Uh, Blackpool over Huddersfield, 1-0. Playoff contenders last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I keep reminding you, not doing so hot this year. They're at the bottom right now. Uh, close to it. On Monday night, though, uh, Middlesbrough, 1-0 over Sunderland. So that leaves your championship situation after eight games played through the top eight. You have Sheffield United in first place on 17 points, Norwich in second on 16, Reading with a minus two goal differential in third on 15 mm-hmm. points. So they're winning a lot of games 1-0, like I said, and losing by a bigger margin than that. Yeah, not good. Uh, Bristol City uh, in fourth place on 14 points. Burnley has fallen from their early graces and now in fifth on 13 points is... Um, as is Watford in sixth on 13 points. Blackburn Rovers now down in seventh on 12 points after they started the season pretty brightly. And Sunderland, the new boys back to the championship, taking their chance as it seems so far. Uh, After eight games, they are on 11 points in eighth place. As we go down to the bottom of the championship, now there's one team, the bottom team, Coventry City, who's only played five games. Other than that, everybody else is pretty much up to speed, give or take one mm-hmm. or two. Birmingham City are in 21st, eight points with a minus three. You also have Cardiff City uh, sitting at eight points, minus four. So only one goal, keeping them out of the relegation <coughs> zone. Uh, 23rd is Huddersfield Town on four points with a minus four. And as I said, Coventry City bringing up the rear. Oh, one and four. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is one draw and four losses with a minus six goal differential. But again, they've only played five games. So when they come back up to the requisite eight that the rest of the league is at, maybe a different story, but it doesn't look promising. And that is all very classically championship sides. So that's when you talk about going from the championship to League One, like Ipswich Town has recently done. Um, somebody like Hull has gone up and down a few times, so they're okay with it. They can handle it. But these these clubs, like somebody like a Huddersfield Town, who's just been in the championship forever, except for the two seasons that they were in the Prem, this cripples them financially if yep. they do not stay Big time. Up. Very much so. So it's a um, very interesting story to watch because it's the teams that came up, you know, they've kind of, they've at least early on, I mean, there are still... 557,000 more games left to play in the championship. (laughs) So a lot can change, but early on, that's not good. No, not at all, especially when you were a playoff contender last season. Exactly. Well, I mean, to start off this poorly is is not a good thing. They lost two very key players to Nottingham Forest. That's true. Yep. You know, so those two players mean nothing in the 23 new signings that Forest did. But to they mean everything. They mean to everything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, uh, any parting words? Um, not, not a ton. Uh, I, I do. If you want to hear the ins and outs of it, you got to go to Patreon. Patreon.com backslash do you football show. But I was the cunt of the week this week, and I called myself out for it, and I've apologized to the requisite parties, and that apology has been accepted. So um, moving on. 
Excellent. Um, I would also say, uh, while we do get you right proper drunk, and it was fantastic that you fell asleep. I was cunty. <laughs> Not being able to complete the list. Yeah. <laughs> I was as as great as it was. It was also like Jesus Christ, Graham. I I don't think I've ever seen you that sloppy. To be it was honest, ba- it was bad. Yeah. It was very bad. But you know what? Wolves have no natural predators. So, <laughs> it does, what it, better thing can I end on? I, I will say it does make oh. the the train wreck of what it was makes for great radio. So By the it way, doesn't matter. New shirt coming to the D football <laughs> shack. What? No, no, the drip shack. Uh, we're gonna do a wolves have no, no natural predators. Oh, I thought it, <laughs> yeah. the caption was my face with. Right. Oh, I can do that one too. <laughs> all right, so all all our wolves. Oh no, no! I told Taylor I would do something. Oh, what's that? Birds can fly. <laughs> There's your nature fact of the week. Birds can fly. He wants a nature fact of the week every week. That's now? what he texted me. Okay, very good. <laughs> Can't well wait done. to see this week's science nugget. Is what he said. Birds can fly. <laughs> all right. Next you up piece is of shit. Next up is injury time. We're gonna talk about the beers we've been drinking. I'm also got a fun little uh, beer and liquor combo for us to try as well. Um, you know of the Chicago handshake, Sam. We're going to be doing the St. Charles handshake. Ooh. So that's going to be coming up as well. Excited we about check, that. Checking on our adopted clubs. We talk about our uh, fantasy uh, teams, and then we go ahead and preview the entire weekend's action. Should somebody want to check that out, how do they go about doing it, Mr. Graham? Uh, they do it at patreon.com backslash do football show, and they sign up to that one beautiful $5 tier where they get both of our extra shows. That is sound check, where we actually do our sound check today. It was a bit of a doozy actually because i couldn't get my mic cord to shut the fuck up yeah, uh, and then they get injury time which is our preview show uh previewing the upcoming action of the weekend um if they're a very good patreon supporter they engage with us a lot they might get our phone numbers which is how taylor texted me and uh i am a whore and i do dance monkey dance which is why i told you that birds could fucking fly so <laughs> there you go and, uh, hey, look, if you're new to the show, please take a second. Go to uh, whatever appropriate page you listen to us on. Give us a quick review. Yes, please. That helps share. the show so much. Yeah. Uh, it I, really uh, does. Facebook, I mean, on uh, YouTube, a quick like, a quick subscribe. Those things all mean a ton. Mel? Uh, you have a, a friend, apparently, in the Twitch. Swisha um, is very upset that Arsenal lost to United and wants you to know they were top class up until the 60th minute. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. about all right. fell apart after we that. We had 60% possession that game. Yeah, it all, fe- all fell apart I after know. that. It, it did. Was, the triple sub was a wrong move. It was horrendous. It was absolutely the wrong move. Naivety. It's yeah. naivety. It's mm-hmm. a growing lesson, and I'm happy we're still top of the table, despite good. it. Sam, good news. We talked about this uh, prior, is that Liverpool and City, they're kind of fucking it off. They're not, they're not mm-hmm. as on as they should be, and I know you're not going to want to hear me say it for the second team, but Arsenal and Spurs, it's there for the fucking taking if you want it. It really is. It's there for the fucking taking because if those teams keep dropping points, fuck around and find out. If they start paying too much attention to the Champions League, it's there. It's there, and you those two sides are good enough to fuck with them. The good thing is Arsenal don't care about the Europa League. No, not one Tottenham bit. do care about the Champions League. Uh, exactly. And we play them the first game back from the international break. Ah, brilliant. Dare I say title decider? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag two horse race. Till <laughs> next week, everyone. Get your spurs in. Get your Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bread to be.
Fucking new button!